0: Welcome to the Reinfit Your World broadcast. My name is Donna Wollum and I'm your host. My goal is for every woman to know that God loves you and he's for you and no matter where you are today, you can start right now and create an incredible new life. Let's get started into the show, okay? Hello, everybody. We are so excited today to be back with you on another broadcast. And today I have the huge honor and privilege of of introducing you to Kaylee Mandel. And she has a story you are not going to believe. It's just, she's such a young woman and the things that she's walked through are incredible. So Kaylee lives in Fort Worth and she's a special education uh, teacher also. a loving entrepreneur and a blogger. She tells her story. She's been married recently in September 2020, and she's going to tell us more about that, and she has three incredible children. And right now, her very favorite song that she's listening to is Hold On To Me by Lauren Daigle. And once you hear her story, you're going to understand why that's one of her favorite songs. Thank you, Kaylee. Thank you so much for being here.
1: Thank you, Donna. Oh, this is so cool. I'm so excited to be here and to let your listeners and your viewers uh, hear my story. I'm really inspired um, by you, and um, I, I'm just excited to be here to, to help others as much yeah, as I can. your story is
0: powerful. Whenever you were hearing it with me, I was just in awe uh, of everything that you've come through in just such a very short time in your life and it is just a, the testament to the woman that you are that you have a grit in you that is just life is not going to knock you out and i love that i love that so i love to find out what people do in a regular day i think it helps us understand that your your story may be so inspiring and overwhelming that people think there's no way she could be like me so would you tell us a little bit about you <laughs>
1: Yeah. I like uh, Donna said I just recently got married um, to my husband Stan and you'll hear a little bit about our story later on it's a great one um, and I have three kiddos my son is um, a freshman in high school I have a daughter who is a seventh grader and then a young a young one who will be going into kindergarten this is her last week and pre-k and so I'll next Sure, Donna. I'll have a high school, middle school, and elementary. Oh and on top of that, I decided that my calling, and I felt like God was calling me into special education. And so I work with children with special needs during the day. Um, there, they have a level of autism, and so the class that I'm in is all autistic children. And there are eight kids wow. in my class, and um, it is always eventful always there's never a dull day in in my classroom um but I love each and every one of those kids that I get to to be around I honestly I thought it was really funny um when God called me to this I kind of looked up at him and I'm like but I don't even like kids like I like I like mine and I like my nieces and nephews like my family but I'm like other kids usually get on my nerves but like kids with special needs has always been um a part of my life it's been interweaved in there and so I really feel like this is where I am supposed to be on top of that I run a I run a business and um I blog um every once in a while on my it's it's a personal blog but it's hoping other widows have been reaching out to other people and it's it's growing and I'm really excited about it oh, so. I'm so
0: excited and uh that, I mean you're a busy lady so tell me uh do you do school through the summer well or is there another program for the children
1: no um i actually take the summer off so that i don't um you know burn both candles at at each end you know they always say to you know renew and um rejuvenate and so i take the time um in the summertime my big kids actually go to their fathers and so it's really a time for me and chanel to bond and you know hang out with stan and we do stuff with my family um but yeah so uh the summer is my vacation time fine, fine. well we all need vacation time so that's yeah. that's awesome that is incredible. Yeah. so you
0: know whenever we we began this conversation a, a couple of weeks ago and i explained to you that this is a broadcast and this video series right. reaching out to women who've had life-altering situations you know and life-altering can look like all kinds of things it can be Emotional, physical, spiritual, mental, it could be relational, all kinds of things. Whatever it is that stops your life from the way it was and turns it in another direction. And you've had a couple of those different life-altering situations. So I would like for you to just share your story with us. Just tell us. I mean, I can't ask you to tell a time because it seems like the past... years have been
1: good time so i'm just gonna let you yeah. just
0: tell your story in the way that you want to. okay
1: well i've been i was really when um when you asked me about this i've been at, i've been really praying about it and really you know because there's a lot more to my story i'm in the midst of writing a book and um really getting it out there so that other people can see that you know god takes the ordinary people that he even in the bible you know the people that um you wouldn't think he'd use like I I I always ask him sometimes I'm like are you sure you want to use why are you why me like I'm not you know I always say I always tell people I'm like I'm not the Pollyanna you know I'm not uh the people that most of the time would see preaching or doing all these things but he's really pulling me into uh, ministry in a certain way and it's all different ways um but I think really um my story really took a shift about um eight years ago when I went through a really tough uh Mm. divorce Um, I was working on a really big goal with the company I was with and, um, I earned that or I reached that goal. And then the day after my ex-husband walked out and left me with a six-year-old and a four-year-old. And I went from the married, married woman with a I thought a great family, a great marriage, to overnight, literally overnight, he left. Overnight, I was a single mom. Um, My house was in um, foreclosure. My car was about to be repoed. My bank accounts were frozen. It was a huge struggle. Um, I didn't have an income really yet because I just earned that promotion. Um, So I was trying to raise these two children on my own, and God really... I kept begging for my... Ex-husband to come back and he Did not and I had to come to The conclusion that God moves People he removes people from your life To level you up And in a sense that um, My ex-husband and I Are in good terms now but it took us a long Time to get there um, And he leveled me up In a way because I was introduced Or reintroduced to Brad um, Brad Jordan Came into my life and to 2013 1999 i met him in uh science class and in high school and we were frenemies we had a love-hate relationship we were friends and then he would pick on me and then we weren't and it was it was his way he said later on of flirting and i told him i said well i'm really glad that you upped your game on that um because that was terrible flirting um but I like to tell the story of how we rekindled. We me, met back up. He I was not interested, not looking, obviously going through a divorce. It was the last thing on my on my mind. I wanted to raise my two kids, figure out where I was going. But it's really cool. We had a town fireworks show at a church. And it's the biggest church in Memphis. And um they did a firework show every year, and I always say that Brad searched the seas of thousands to find me and my kids, and he did, and we were friends, and he had gone through a divorce, and he walked me through mine, and it, it turned into more, you know. Later on, he became a love that I never thought I would ever find, and we were, um, we dated, um, and we got engaged actually the same year I got a Uh divorce (laughs) and then we got married a year, almost a year later and then had our daughter later that year. Um, I found out basically after the honeymoon, we had a baby on the way and, um, we did a lot of life in between those years um we were together six and married four and i was thinking about this actually donna in the bathroom when i was getting ready that god really had us on a path of moving to texas almost a year um before his passing um it was may have Uh, 2018 when we really felt like we needed to be in Texas and a lot of nasty things happened between my ex again and um, it ended up leaving us without a home and we had to basically jump on a leap of faith and move to Texas without a job or anything. We had to move in with my family, with my parents. Um, And I tell you I remember, like it was yesterday, five days basically before his passing, um, we were talking in bed, and I was just so frustrated, and I was like, I don't understand how my ex can have all these things, and we're at the bottom here. And he goes, you know, he just he had this way of just reamping, and he's like, you know, we may not have all the things of the world, but we have everything that we need spiritually we have a church home we have a family we have a roof overhead we have a job now we're getting we're getting there you know i always have the tendency of of i'm really getting better at it now but of looking at my you know my uh glass half Mm -hmm. empty and he was always the half you know half full he was always it was it's always going to be better than what it seems and then, um, the Lord took home my sweet Brad, um, May 19th of 2019, wow. he was 35 and he passed of a heart wow. attack and I became again, a single mom of three what? widowed. So the titles I have earned in this life are Divorcee and Widow, and I didn't think that there were any of those other people out there like that, and I ended up finding people like me, and, um, you know, I have a really great tribe of widows, and um, not that any of us want to be in this club, but it sure does help when you know that somebody's been where you've been. Um, but my sweet brad taught me so much in the short years we were together um but i think in his passing is really where i've been able to dig dig my heels into my faith um because i can't imagine not seeing him again you know i know you know that there are people in this life that don't have a relationship with the lord and so they don't they have the fear of the unknown because they don't think they'll be able to see their, their uh, significant other or their loved yeah. one again. And that's just where I get complete peace knowing that he will be at yeah. heaven's door, you know. And he was just a very... Um, lovable laughable um just full of life kind of person that i feel like if i were and i still have those sad moments i don't want people to think that your sad moments aren't invalid because i definitely have had them this month meaning that it's his memorial month and actually uh today i had even a moment because two years ago today was his memorial service oh my god and my life, like, I look back at I'm like, my life is completely different. You know, I'm remarried and um, I have an amazing husband now. He is totally supportive of, you know, of Brad's memory. And um, he knows that this isn't something that I would have chosen. Like, Brad and I did not get a divorce. It was um, the Lord needed him for a certain, a certain mission. Um, but Stan has really stepped up in helping raise my three kids and with Chanel not having her daddy anymore, um, Stan doesn't try to replace, but he tries to fill that spot and that void for her. It's just so beautiful.
0: It's beautiful. And I know your story about how you and Stan met is just so fun. It is yeah. so fun.
1: <laughs> so. It is so crazy <laughs> You wouldn't <even> have it. <laughs> do you want to hold that for another time? Sure no I don't know I don't mind sharing it It's actually um That's kind of how you come out of these things Like I felt like um it was, I think I told you, I think I One of you, you're like one of the few that have actually told, told, but I remember, um, I had just broken up with someone. I had been with someone for about six months and I was grateful for that person. Cause they showed me that I could, you know, feel for someone again. Um, because after Brad, and I don't know how you felt after your husband passed, but I felt nothing. I was just numb. Someone could have punched me. I no. wouldn't have felt it. Um, I just didn't feel anything. And um, when I met Stan, it was, um, it was really an interesting way um, because COVID was here and everything had shut down and I had just broken up with my ex, like I said, and like, I got this urge that I needed to get back on this particular dating site. And I was like, no, <laughs> I ju- like, I thought it was in my brain. Like I just broke up with someone like, that's too fast. Like I'm like having a conversation <laughs> with myself. Like it was like 30 minutes. No, it wasn't 30 minutes ago, but you get like in my brain. I was like, it was only like, I don't know, three weeks nice. ago that I was you know but I was like no I'm not doing that I'm going to bed like I just thought it was my <laughs> mental psyche trying to tell me that I needed to get on this and then it woke me up and it literally like it was like a booming speaker box was in front of my ear and it like jolted me it woke me up like get up you need to get on bubble right now and I was like okay okay So I went on, I got the app, I put my account back on and I went back to bed. It left me alone (laughs) as soon as I did that. And then it was, you know, it was kind of funny because I woke up and there was a few suitors, um, which I found funny because I even put my story on there, um, you know basically when you date a widow you get instant family so if you're not into that i basically said if you're not into that then um don't don't message me so because i come with a lot i come with three kids and at the time i had three dogs and a cat and there was quite a bit and so i remember Stan. Popped up. I paid like $10. It's really silly for you to find, you know, the people who have liked you. And then Stan's picture showed up and we started talking. We were still, you know, we talked for a few weeks over the app. And I said, you know what? I turned off my notifications because it was just way too much. Here's my number. And then we started talking and it was really funny. Our first like conversation was. Um, That day was FaceTime And then I was trying to quarantine Because my sister had just had a baby So I really wanted to see him Um, But the hospital wouldn't let us Come, you know, all the crazy stuff With COVID So um, He was like, I really want to meet you And so we had a Our first date was at Sonic I was in my car He was in his car and And I brought Chanel So You know, I was like, this is just, I was like, he's never going to call me back. This is not going to happen. I had to bring my child to a date. Um, But he, but he did. He did call me back and we had another date in a car. It was raining. So we had a picnic inside his truck. And the next day, I think he came over and brought my other kids Chick-fil-A and the rest Uh is history. We just have been together ever since. It was a very fast, uh... A fast roller coaster with a relationship. We got engaged on my birthday last year in June. And then we got married in oh, September. Wow. So
0: it's so are your one month anniversary of <laughs> being engaged. So how cool is that? Well, yeah. We're almost there. We
1: just made it yeah, we just made it to our one year of together. And then I'm like, look at all these fun yeah. anniversaries. And he even brought me on our first like our first date day, he Aww. brought me flowers home. So I thought that yeah he is he is a really sweet man and i'm i'm really blessed i i got the jackpot i got
0: the jackpot for sure wonderful wonderful on the other side of the things that you've experienced so kaylee one of the things that i would love to know is through all of this experience what do you think was the biggest surprise that you learned about yourself that in the midst of all of this
1: think honestly it was my my bounce back um I remember uh talking to Brad when his mother passed away and we were talking about you know what each other wanted and I'm grateful for that conversation because I knew what he wanted but I remember looking at him and being like I don't I don't think I could survive. Like, I don't think I could do anything. I don't think I could move. Like, if you were taken from me and he's like, he looked at me like as stern as could be. And he wasn't a very stern person or serious. Like he always had a joke. So I was waiting for him to laugh, but he was like, that does not, that's not, that's not my Kaylee. My Kaylee gets up, she dusts herself off and she keeps going. And he goes, And I would be on the other side. So I would make sure that you weren't by yourself. Because he knows I'm a relationship person. Um, I need um, a partner in life. I get um, overwhelmed, like I'm sure a lot of us women do. We put all this pressure of being a mom, being, you know, money, taking care of our kids, having that job. And so I felt... um, I felt guilt for moving forward, but at the same time, I knew that's what he would have wanted for me. And everybody's story is different, you know? I'm not saying go get on Bumble and, (laughs) you know, but if the Holy Ghost wakes you up at 2 in the morning, you might want to go ahead and do it. I'm just saying that's... That's, and I even thought, I was like Bumble, it's not even Christian Mingle, it was Bumble. So I thought that was pretty funny. So how do you think you
0: have created balance in in your life? Because that's a lot of highs and lows in a very, very short time. And it's not just about what you're having to navigate. You've got children that are navigating a lot of pain, a lot of questions. So how have you found balance in all of that?
1: So, we were very blessed um, here in Fort Worth, and I'm sure there are places like this, you know, in in pretty much every city, Um, but we have an amazing place here called The Warm Place, and it is... It is a non-profit therapy for families of who have lost wow. a loved one. And it is a fantastic tool. Um, and I honestly think I'll be going back in the fall with Chanel. Um, she'll be kindergarten instead of pre-K, so she'll be in the mm-hmm. evening. Um, but they are um, trained uh, counselors um, that it's a group grief group and those people I've met from group are still some of them are still my very best friends and I feel like that and of course my church family um serving and Um, I'm not saying to dig in right away. I did that and it backfired on me a little bit because I wasn't filling myself Uh. up first. I didn't have anything to give. So little by little, getting yourself involved in church and helping other people, you really start to forget your own problems. It really helped me a lot serving. And that was one of Brad's favorite things to do was to serve. Um and I love to serve. Um I love to serve the people in my community and I love to serve my church family. So that really helped me, but therapy, I'm I'm all for therapy because you need to get it out yeah. there. You need some somebody to talk to about it. And it's okay. A lot I think there's a stigma that we have even in the Christians, we have a stigma about a health, uh, sure. mental health, and you know, everything we needs in the Bible, but sometimes we need someone to make Absolutely. it make sense. You know. <laughs> whatever's going up appears so totally for talking to somebody so if you were going to
0: talk to someone who's gone through something like you have i mean you've you've had some great help along the way and i did write down the warm place and we'll make sure and get a link to that in all of yes. the notes so that if anyone is, can yes. find a place or maybe get referred to someplace but uh you you've had your family you've had your church support you've uh had the the counseling and all of that kind of Stuff that if you were talking to someone, and I know that you do talk to people in your blog, and but I do. if you were going to tell somebody some advice, someone like yourself, some advice, if they were going through something similar, what would you say to them?
1: I would tell them that it's okay to feel it when it hits, because I had someone tell me in a grief group that I was in at church that later on like when it first happens everything triggers it I cried all the time I'm sure you felt the same way you just everything because their memory is everywhere you know and eventually you start to not cry as much you just have your moments little things set it off and for me um, I always say you have to feel it to heal it and I really feel that there's a lot of people walking around trying to push it way down and it could be anything. It could be grief. It could be, um, you know, abuse. It could be whatever your trauma is because every single person walking on this planet has experienced a trauma and I really feel like you have to feel it to heal it, but you also have to get help. Um, it's okay to ask for help don't try to i tried to to not be a burden on anybody i tried to handle it on my own and it it backfired so just know that it does It'll never go away. Everybody says with time, it'll go away, but it doesn't go away. You just learn to navigate life with, with this grief. And instead of crying every day in my, in my car on the way to work, you know, there may be a song that comes on that reminds me of him. I feel it in that moment. If I feel like I need to cry, I cry. Um, And a lot of, a lot of people have different healing mechanisms. Um, at first I turned to food and I'm not for that because I actually stopped eating for a while when Brad passed away. And so I would like eat and then stop eating. So my thing now is music. Um, as you know, I love to sing and, um, so if If I need, if I'm in a mood, I turn on that song, Hold On To Me by Lauren Daigle, and I just blare it, and I have it on repeat, and I sing it, and, um, there's another song that I love, it's called Hold Her, I think every widow needs to hear that song, um, it to me sounds like a husband talking to the Lord, it's called Hold, Hold Her for, by For King of Country, and, oh, i tell you it when i first heard it it brought me to my knees i sobbed and sobbed but now it's my it's my healing song i can i can hear that song and not cry sad tears i can hear that song and hear brad telling god hold her she needs you you know and i really feel like prayers are heard if repeated, you know, I feel like the things that I prayed for weren't incoherent with what God really wanted for me. So I had to start asking him, what, what are you expecting from me? Now that I'm going through this trial, what, what am I supposed to do with it? And I really feel that God gives us these things that we go through so that like you and I, we can help others navigate yeah. their grief. Um, I'm, I'm not an expert, but I've experienced this. So I've experienced the lemons that life <laughs> is handed. Um, and so You know, I just really try to be someone to listen, and if they ask for advice, to give it. But like I said, I'm not a counselor or anything. But I've just, I want to be that support.
0: Right. So, what have you learned? You've learned some incredible things about yourself, your bounce back. But what did you learn about God that you didn't know before?
1: (sighs) That He can handle it when I'm mad. I I a really big phase of anger and I still get angry. I was mad at Brad. I was mad at God, but I was, I was honestly the person I think I was mad at the most was Brad. Um, because it was his health that took him. It was his stress that ended up taking his life. And, um, he kept promising me that he would get healthy. And, um, so it took me a long time to release Mm -hmm. the anger Um, but I remember when I went in to talk to my grief pastor, um, for Brad's, um, arrangement for his memorial, he told me to get a, to get a journal and to, uh, to write down, you know, how Mm -hmm. I was feeling and it could be anything, anything I was feeling. And I went to, um, Bible, uh, where'd I go Hobby Lobby and I found this one and it had my oh, scripture wow. on it one of my scriptures is Jeremiah 29 11, for I have for I know the plans I have for you declared the Lord plans to prosper you that and not to harm you plans to give you hope and no. a future and so I started writing in this and I still have it and I still write it um, but Even my anger is in here, you know? God can handle what we can't. And if I'm releasing it and leaving it on his feet, then I know he's not going to be mad at me for me being mad at him. Um, He's um, a forgiving and loving God. And it's a, a very different God than I grew up learning about. I thought God was, you know, if you don't do it this way, then you're out you know and i just never felt like i was gonna be enough and later when i met brad i was able to find out that i'm enough and there's no um service i could do there's no um thing that i can do on this earth that would make him love me more you know um so just learning that he can handle the anger, too, because all of us felt anger when sure, that happened. Sure. So
0: as we finish up, we've got just a couple of more minutes. And your story, I mean, we could talk about this, all the different I, facets of it, all the beautiful pieces, all the broken pieces. And and I, I over the past few days, the Holy Spirit's really been talking to me about the feeding of the thousands and how the Lord took... A little bit and fed multitudes but when he took it all up there was more than what we given and yeah. so I really believe that all of the pieces that we feel are shattered and they feed more than we can ever imagine but that doesn't leave that out there God brings that back into us too so if you were going to if, is there anything in all of this that we've talked about that you think oh I wish I'd said this is there anything like that that you would like to just finish up with today
1: well the one thing that I've really gotten from in in losing Brad because I feel like I always come back to this sermon he gave um and I think you've read it when I posted it on Facebook but he he gave a sermon at his mom's mm-hmm. funeral and he said and to die is yeah. to gain And he gained so much when he walked into heaven. And so I have to look back and see all the things in my life that I have now since Brad's passing that I wouldn't have had, and you know, it's hard to say that I'd want to snatch him Mm -hmm. from heaven because I have so much here now. Like, I have Stan, and Stan gives me, he pushes me. My mom always says, This man pushes you to places you didn't think you can go because I have so many fears (laughs) of the ocean, and he wants to get me in it, and it anyway but he pushes me to do things that I didn't think I could do and I have girlfriends that I have met that in losing our husbands they've intertwined us in the friendship so my biggest thing is I guess when God removes something from your life so drastically whether it's a loved one or something like that um, a husband which I feel most of our followers are widows um, or widowers he doesn't Take away anything that he's not going to fill. You know, um, I just feel like a lot of people have this void of nothing that can fill that. And nothing's going to replace Brad. It's a scar. it's, It's healed. You know, it's healing. It's got that scar tissue. But he replaces everything that, you know, everything that he has taken away like with my divorce he filled it with brad you know that's stepping stones of things where he is molding us to the person or the women or men that we need to be in christ and i really feel that he does that because um, it's just like the the poem of the you know the um the pottery of uh you can't get to what you are supposed to be without being in the fire so i love that that one and i wish i could like say it correctly but it's a it's a great it's a great analogy
0: beautiful beautiful and i think that that is a a tremendous place for us to stop because uh (laughs) that we perfect uh, I, it's the it's the thing we don't know what we're going to be like but we know we're going to be like him and so we'll, all of this stuff yeah. and I, I love that thank you thank you thank you i love you shared your story and we will make sure that people know how to find you that you wanted to just yes. tell them if somebody's driving along it's like how do i talk to that girl what's the best way people can get in touch with yeah. you
1: um, I, on Facebook, I have a blog, it's called uh, breakthrough from the ashes and it is where you can reach me, where you can, um, post stuff on there. If you feel I post every day, I try to post at mm-hmm. least once a week. Um, sometimes it's more, you know, depending on, you know, what the Holy spirit wakes me up and tells me to talk about, um, cause it happens yeah. a lot. Um, I usually have to write it down and then talk about it later and, you know, um, but that's a great way to get hold a hold of me okay. really right now is through that. Um, and I, I think I mm-hmm. sent you the link so they yep. can find it um, in, in your stuff. So, yeah, Breakthrough from the Ashes. And it's really about, you know becoming something like the phoenix it's a mythical creature but i love yeah. to use it when the phoenix uh rises from the ashes she that's just one of my spirit animals i guess you should say um but yeah their beauty comes from the yeah. ashes for yeah. sure perfect beautiful beautiful thank you so much Kaylee. <laughs> thank, thank you thank you thank you thank you for having me it was a pleasure and an honor such a privilege to be on here to to talk to you donna thank, thank you for having thank me you
0: thank you so much for joining us today I really hope that something that you heard helped you to be encouraged and inspired and in fact if it has would you do me a favor would you please just share this with a friend of yours and join me over on social media on Facebook and Instagram well you know wherever you are I'm probably there too But be sure and go to the website DonnaWollum.com and grab the free resources that we have for you. Thanks again and have a wonderful living at my best day.